What's up, my language experiencers and observers? This is English Factor Fiction with your hosts, Courtney, Beth, Bridie, and Meg. Let's discuss language. More specifically, let's discuss the English language and how it differs from the languages around the world. In school, we are taught that rules and regulations of how English works. However, this quickly evolved into a harmful societal way of thinking. The thought process has made it so that these rules dictate intelligence. Essentially, if you don't speak the perfect English and follow all the rules, that were made hundreds of years ago, you are basically looked as at as dumb or inarticulate. Do you believe this? Let's dive into the pool of facts, shall we? According to the Oxford Press, English proficiency is on a steady rise within the last 30 years. However, this type of English is academic English. I have one question for you listeners. Do you think we as a society would benefit from learning about other forms of English? There are so many forms of English, and yet the schools only teach one particular type. Oftentimes, if students speak non-academic English, they could be scrutinized for it. This is all due to the institution of academia and how the system itself is flawed. It only benefits one group of people, those who are bored English speaking. They can benefit from the institution while the rest are made to suffer. Okay, now looking at bilingualism, many countries around the world are taught the English language within their schools. However, the English they teach can be seen as quite different and maybe a little odd sounding to a native English speaker. This is because English has different dialects. Those dialects change based on location and surroundings. For instance, slang. A slang term is a word or a phrase that is used informally. For example, the word fit, it's slang for outfit. Another one that may sound confusing is that when somebody says, yeah, no, they mean no. Even though the person expressed a positive and negative, they ultimately mean the negative. This concept is not taught in schools because it is not representative of those perfect English rules that I mentioned were made hundreds of years ago. Okay, going back to this concept of positive and negative, in most languages, there's a concept called double negative. Have you ever heard double negatives? Well, it is when two contrasting elements of language are put together. According to traditional English rules, double negatives are supposed to cancel out. For example, the phrase, I don't want nothing, should mean that the person wants something. The negative cancels out. But in some dialects of English, it's slang to mean that the person doesn't want anything. It should be noted that the double negatives are very much culture-based, as it varies based on the language you are speaking. In Spanish, for example, all negatives are double negatives. To say you don't want anything, you would say, no quiero nada. Which no quiero nada. Which literally translates to, I don't want nothing. Slang is all about location. It varies based on area. However, because advances in technology, slang can become universal. This is especially helpful to people who have learned professional dialect of English in school. It immerses them into true day-to-day vernacular of native English media. Okay, y'all. Meg here. I've been speaking with someone from Spain who is fluent in four languages. Even though English is her third language, she's completely fluent and says that it's her most perfected language. How crazy is it to think that a language she learned at seven years old is the language that she thinks and talks to herself in? So, she said that she speaks English self-fluently and understands most slang because she consumes media in English. Therefore, she hears English being used in real conversations and not just in the format of the perfect English from school. 
She also said that learning a language in school will almost never lead you to a point where you can use the language in practical everyday situations. You have to use it to learn it. Meaning that because non-English speakers are taught a form of academia-influenced type of English, they never learn about day-to-day -day expressions. Thus, if they go out into an English-speaking society with their school-learned English skills, they will often be left confused in situations, especially since English is simply confusing. For example, English has something called consonants. These are words that have two meanings, but the, these two meanings are opposite. Like the word clip could mean to clip two things together, like a seatbelt or two the footage. But it could also mean to cut things apart, like clipping off branches or hair. This is very hard for non-native speakers. This is actually the case in all languages taught in schools. Learning one professional dialect of Spanish in an American school can lead to confusion when words are replaced with other words in different Spanish dialects. Like how, in, like how school will teach you that socks in Spanish are called medias, while in some Spanish dialects they are called calcetines. Wouldn't you be confused? There are so many dialects of every language. How cool is that? Now that we've discussed how English can vary from, from so-called perfect English that we are quote unquote supposed to speak, we can cover how these variations can lead to people being looked as less intelligent. Essentially, if people don't speak the perfect English due to it not being their first language, um, they can be stigmatized as unintelligent because they do not always have the words to express themselves fully. Even if, if some dialects speak English differently than academic dialect, they are put down for being inarticulate or unprofessional. Bigoted people, mostly in America and other countries where most citizens only speak one language, assume that English does not vary from its written, from its written rules and that those who do not follow them are less than them and are not intelligent. This is simply incorrect, especially since everyone speaks their own dialect of the languages they know. Even native English speakers speak a different dialect of English. Multilingual brains are working harder as they differentiate their languages and use them in different situations. If anything, they are more intelligent. You may be sitting here wondering, guys, how can I help defeat the stigma? Well, the best way to do that is to be an active listener and learner. Learn from others and your own experience as a language participant. Okay, y'all. That concludes this session. I hope you enjoy this podcast, English Fact or Fiction. Remember to rebel against the status quo and to be yourself. English, English is a social construct. Break its rules. Have a wonderful day.